You're listening to Everybody Eats, where we sit down with the best and brightest hustlers, entrepreneurs, go-getters, and professionals. Join us as we create the ultimate network and change the business narrative from the ground up. All right, let's do it. Woo! Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Everybody Eats show. And today, tonight, actually, we are in the locker room over here on Granby Street in Norfolk, Virginia. We are here there with, you, know if you guys can introduce yourselves. I go by NATO. I go by Cam. Indeed. Yeah. Dynam- dynamic duo. You already know how we coming in here. You know what I'm saying? Cam from the locker room. We're here, obviously, best from eating them. Best podcast you guys have ever listened to. All right. So, simple. Before we get started, let's break down That's, some. That is a great intro. Bro. Nah, for real. That's good. Hey, I like that, bro. Hey, look, I'm all about confidence, bro. That you was gotta have it. Confidence makes yourself. All right. It's Thanksgiving. And it's let's, Thanksgiving. Let's, everybody eats on Thanksgiving. You go. It's on. It's on. Yeah. Good. Just testing it out. You know what I'm saying? All right, so um, housekeeping on. Make sure you're following us on all platforms on YouTube, Everybody Eats Show, on Instagram, Facebook, at Everybody Eats Show. Make sure we're uh, on TikTok, also at Everybody Eats Show, Twitter, EVE underscore show. You can follow us anywhere you find and listen to podcasts. That's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that good stuff. We're on there, Everybody Eats Show. Make sure you're tuning in for the good stuff. All right, so covered that let's get into today's episode let's do it so uh we're here with nato and cam so i like to talk about how we met our guests so um this was a couple weeks back you guys were hosting the virginia for buyers oh man i missed that virginia uh, that was uh flea market the virginia for buyers indoor flea market we did at granby theater got you right so shout out to everyone who was there so while we were over there shout out to carl hill he's always the plug he's like yo you gotta check out nato he's the one who organized this and he owns that spot so we walked up he him daps we said, let's get on an episode. Boom, here we are. Right? So, and I and I canceled on y'all once. So I apologize. Did, did, but it wow. Happened. Rain check. What's going on. It happened. It happened. We call that a rain check indeed. It happens, but we're here, right? So, that's all that matters. Um, that's all that matters. So, <laughs> let's get into today's episode when you guys are ready. Um, I just want to know, right? You guys do a lot. We, we was talking right before air. You do a lot. You say, I got this. I got the restaurant. I got vending. I got this and the third, right? Yeah. So, before we get into all that, what's, what's the background? So you're from Philly, right? Yeah, so, um, um, what's the background? My bad, I got you on the mic. No, no, finish. <laughs> um, so first born in America, my family from the Dominican Republic. Okay. Um, I was born in Jersey. Okay. Uh, my family here. Shout out to you. <laughs> uh, my dad. So you know his papers wouldn't come through, so they sent me back to DR until I was about four. Came back to Jersey for about a year, and then I went to Philly, and that's what I represent. And then then you tell you. I'm, make Philly proud. I make my mom proud. So we came back. My dad got his first store in 94. Of course, store. So like, I've always been around business. You know what I'm saying? My dad has own corner stores since he was 1994. My mom's side of having own corner stores since the 80s. So always been a supermarket corner store business. I understood business. I understood numbers. Parents to this day don't talk English. But hey, look, 30, 28 years later, my dad just sold and retired last Monday. Mm. You know what I'm saying? He said he's going to travel a little bit now. You know what I'm saying? And he taught me the business. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't say my dad, you know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't had one of these, you know what I'm saying? But my dad taught me business. Like, I understood business. At nine years old, I was stocking refrigerators and, you know, like seeing my dad do his numbers by paper. Like, I love writing shit down. Can I curse? My bad, bro. I try not to curse. <laughs> yeah, you try not to play But yeah, my pops, man, my pops, my mom, let's see my mom, Usher. Like, my mom found a way to take my dad's money when we was making in the store and flip it. And then even after my mom and my dad got divorced when I was 18, they still ran the business together until two years ago. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it was, I was, I was there, you know what I'm saying? I was in the nitty gritty. Every time I, I got a job, 
I was in the military for a little bit too. But every time I got a job, I felt like it was more to it. Like I'm not doing enough. You know what I'm saying? Even when I was DJing, I started seeing, and not now I'm some envy, but I started seeing like, yo, I'm getting 200 and I'm putting all this together. I need to be the organizer. Mm. And I became the organizer. And then I was like, yeah, the organizer getting money, but the club manager getting even more. And mm. I became a club manager. Mm. And then through through faith and through friends and through connections and through being who I am, um, two months ago, I opened up my own spot. You know what I'm saying? Called Republic on Granby Street. And uh, me and two of my good friends and his, one of their wives became partners. And it's, it's a love relationship right there. And like I said, if you go into a place of faith and love, you can't go wrong. That's a fact. That was a good one. Faith and love, that's all you need. Um, I like that. I like that a lot because, like, get out what you put in. That's a fact. For real. Yeah, Yeah. get out what you put in. Talking about uh, your family upbringing, right? Talking about, you know, that that definitely helps when you you grow up around there, growing around the business, growing around around corner stores in New York. So, all love for corner stores, right? Like, (laughs) the bodega was my life, bro. My dad literally, like, the first time I paid for something in the corner store was last week when I was in Philly. And that's it felt weird. <laughs> How much is cheesesteaks? I didn't even know y'all paid this much for these <laughs> 28 years, bro. I never paid for nothing, bro. Yeah. Like, go downstairs, get my snacks. So keep it moving. Get my cheesesteak, get my breakfast. Yeah. I ain't never paid no nothing. Right. Like, like, How much was that? She said, $8. I'm like, oh my God. Wow. <laughs> 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 yeah, my pops, yeah, my pops retired. My mom retired a couple of years ago. And my mom, you know, she still hustles. You know, she still does a little flipping of money here and she sells certain things. and. My mom's a hustler, man. My yeah. mom's like, you know, I, I say it, it's tatted on me. Make, make Maria proud. That's that's my goal, bro. Like, my kids are going to be set for life regardless. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I just stop what I'm doing right now and sell these things. My kids have whatever they need forever. So now it's just making my Maria proud, making those around me really win. Yeah. Like, I really push brands. Like, I got seven clothing brands that work for me. Dope. You know what I'm saying? I got dope, seven man. clothing brands that work for my company, that yeah. work inside. And it's like, Somebody said it. Somebody referenced it like you know, NATO's are creating the. What did he say? What what BG say? I'm creating the. Um, you're basically like the. You're basically like the base, base blueprint. Like That's what he referenced me to. I'm collecting the gems of the city. The Infinity God, Stones. The Infinity Stones. Gotcha. Yeah. I got broken garments while expensive, uncomfortable. Um, Shop hazards. Shopping. You already know. I got like six brands that you know. I got Sugar Bears, which I feel personally is one of the best DJs in this area. Wild expensive. Like, well, yeah, yeah, I said wild expensive. Oh yeah. But those six brands are inside of my place. Yeah. And then if you go to my barber shop, out of fourteen barbers, nine of them own their own businesses. Let's go. One is a twenty-three-year-old millionaire, and he still cuts every day. Sheesh. We bred different. That's different. Not for I like real. that. Yo, that's really everybody thinks like that. Not that's, for that's, real. That's fire because it, it, it takes a different spin on. Like, a lot of people talk about. I want to get a collective of. Uh, yeah. I want to know somebody doing this, that, this, that, that. Mm-hmm. So and, and, and to us, it was organic too. That was the thing, bro. Yeah. Like it wasn't like I really was like, yo, I need him or I need him. It was like people that actually we were friends and it was like, yo, us together create something bigger. Like literally, I sat in. I sat my brother. Rob, me and him started the barbershops and all that together. Like, me and this dude was homeless together, sleeping on my baby mom's couch. So today we had a four-hour conversation about how to fix things and how to, you know, a lot of people, like, if you walked in here angry, I, I'll react to you angrily. But for real, if you take a second and ask that person why, you might save that person's life. For real. Just by asking why. You guys that networking time good. Yeah. But, but, not, it's, it's interesting because you, you are the collective kind of, like, like, uh, it's, it's all like you said it's working for you so it's really interesting to see that like mm-hmm. kind of fall into play type yeah, shit yeah, yeah. Of, 
Yeah. Oh, so, um, so I'm interested, right? Are you back? Um, uncomfortable. Right, so what about you, Cam? What brings you? What brings you here with the story? Ah, my story about locker room, man. I could tell this like a thousand times for real, for real. So it's like I remember the story vividly, honestly. So, um, I'm chilling one day. I'm with my homie, and like I'm scrolling through Instagram. We usually like to go to like thrift spots and go see. You know, what I'm saying I was a big thrifter. Like even because like before coming in this scene of locker room and stuff like that, I was like good on thrifting and always wanted to see like, you know what I'm saying, vintage pieces. And so we'll go thrifting and stuff like that. But I saw a homie post on his story that this store was like, he just shopped here basically. And I'm like, oh, yo, let me go check this out. And me and my homie put up. And as soon as I came in here, it was like heaven type shit. You feel me? Like it was really heaven. Like I walked into music and good vibes and like i had people you know coming up to me at yo what's up i'm this i'm that i work at the locker room you know what I'm saying show me around and it was just like yo i want to be around this every single day and so you know what i'm saying with faith on my side i so happened to get a job here the next couple of days and i've been with big homie ever since for real for real take me under his wing for real uh we opened up may uh, a year and some change for real. We worked up we opened up May 15th. We started probably working like two weeks after that. Uh, yeah, man. Oh my bad. May 15th. From the beginning. Mike. Uh, <laughs> From the beginning for real though, yeah. So um what was the first you have this, you had the barbershop. So you were just telling us the story a little bit before talking about how you had the barbershop in here, right? So I'm interested, right? Like what's what, what's the story of like the beginning? What's the, the genesis of, of Lock Room? If you could kind of describe um, how that first so started. So shout out to Stalin K. I, I, I can't, Kia, Stalin, I, I mess up running all the time. He's my friend for years. <laughs> I mess up a lot. So my, so as I said, I had I had the barbershop down the street. This girl would come in with these garments, bro. And I just like, you know, I'm used to like the more of the Philly style where it's like black on black, some crazy kicks. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Black on black, some new balances. Black on black, a flan, a nice flan on some, and a Philly hat. You know what, yeah. what I'm saying? My crown. So I was used to that, but I was a sneakerhead. I was always been like, you know, that's a prize for us. When you get a sneaker, that's a, even as a kid, you get that. That's like, oh my God, I got this. You know what I'm saying? And as an adult, we got the same feeling. We're connected to all our kids' feelings. You know what I'm saying? So it's like the same thing that made us feel good as kids make us feel good now. Mm -hmm. That's why we still eat the same candy when we had a kid. When we see the pichos, I'm a fan of pichos. Everyone went to Chinese store and paying two dollars, two quarters for the little bag, bagged up pichos. So like things like that we connect to. So sneakers I was always connected to. Now, could I afford them all the time? Now, when I first got here, like I told you, I was homeless DJing. You know what I'm saying? For real, sleeping in my truck, sleeping on my bed, in my couch. So for me, it was a sneaker. It was a connection. But then I was like, I didn't feel like I was putting it together. I was finally got to the point where I can afford a little bit of clothes. So like I wasn't I wasn't feeling like I was putting it together, but I seen this girl, she was always like same sneakers I have on, but just killing the fit. So I asked her one day, like, excuse me, you know what I'm saying? I be disrespectful, not be trying to talk to you, none of that. I just want to know where you get your fits from because I need some of those. She was like, I thrift them. I'm like, oh cool. I walked away like, yeah, I never could thrift. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you for me. So my young boy, my young boy, which is actually my my business partner here. Is Nigel and Nigel, um, they call him Coach NYJ. We do all the events Coach together. Nigel. You know what I'm so Nigel, he was an apprentice at my shop at the time. He's like, bro, nah, bro, that thrifting stuff real. I'm like, yeah, I'm good, bro. That ain't me. He's like, I'll, I'll go to Kmart and buy a cheap shirt, but I'm not going to the thrift store. Use, bro, you crazy. <laughs> but um, so we riding around getting lunch one day. He's like, yo, let's stop at this thrift store, bro. And I'm like, 
I guess. <laughs> <laughs> walking through, looking through a rise, we got some dry fit shirts and like random jerseys that was in there. We take them back to the shop. We're looking at them. They were our size. We were like, yo, can we buy those? What'd you say, bro? <laughs> you want to buy this shirt? Like, yeah, bro, you like 20 bucks worth. This shirt is made $2 for? You want to give me $24, $18 a profit? Like we in the ball game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Initially, it was a business. It was a business getting a product that was a dollar and some of a twenty, some of a twenty-five. There was no what's value. Man, you give me twenty, you can have it. Man, you know what I'm saying? Man. I made a lot of mistakes. I sold a lot of expensive pieces of twenty dollars. <laughs> so then, like as I was buying stuff for to sell, I started falling in love with certain things. And you know, like I said, everything connects to your childhood. Yeah, you know, them Bulls color. No matter who your team was. And bulls colors are special. Yeah. So I start seeing bull stuff my size. Mm. I put it on. Mm. I start seeing like, sweats my size. I put them on and I start seeing stuff in my childhood my size. Yeah. And next thing you know, I mean, Cam's been in my house. It's six piles of clothes in every room. Like, T-shirts alone. Clothes. <laughs> but yeah, bro, it was just like, you know, I fell in love with it. And it was like, I stopped doing it for the money. I was just doing it for the love of it. Yeah. And I'm like, whatever's for us going to come for us. You know what I'm saying? I talk about that a lot. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you, no matter what place you're in in business, just do your best job in that door that you want to be in, that room you want to be in, that door will open up automatically. What'd you say? No matter. <laughs> what, what, what was the quote before that? What so what I, what I tell people at the time, no matter where you at in business, work your hardest and that door that you want to open, that room you want to go in, that door will open automatically. You try to pull and push that door, but for real, if you just do what you're supposed to do in this room, that room will open up by itself. Let me just call this. Open sesame. No, dude, the doors. The automatic doors. The handicap doors. They're not handicap doors, bro. I mean, the automatic doors. It's the same difference. That's what I'm saying. Like people always yeah. want to. People worried about the next room, and they're not doing what they're supposed to do in the room they're in right now. Mm. Mm. That was a good one. That's how I feel about business. People telling me I want to own a shop, but you can't cut a fade. Mm. But don't get me wrong. I was sitting. I was sitting almost homeless in a crib. We talking about we want to open up a shop in five years. And four years later, we opened one up. Gotta have a vision. You gotta have a vision, but you can't, but you gotta focus on that fade if you wanna put up a barbershop. Yeah, yeah. You gotta learn how to do business if you wanna put and as if people, people wanna skip lessons, skip chapters. Why even in school, when you skip, say you're doing a project on a book and you skip four chapters, guess what? You failed that test. That's, a That's fact. life. You know what I'm saying? You want your wife to love you, but you don't want to love your wife. Mm. Mm. That'll do it to you. That'll do it. That'll do it to you right there. That'll do you it. Know, I told my friends one time that I want to be a pastor. And they all laughed. Yeah. <laughs> hey, bro, I should be a pastor. Oh, shut up, bro. <laughs> you good at a lot of things. Come on, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was filling the church vibes for a long time. Hey, like, that's where I saw it. Church. My family's huge in the church. Yeah. You see that Jesus T on me right now. You know what I'm saying? We do that. I love what I do, bro. That's the thing about me, bro. I never. I would never do something I don't love for money. Yeah. Like you can't give me like yo NATO, I want you to do this and I'm gonna pay you a lot, but I know it ain't what you do. It ain't what I do though. Yeah. I'm gonna get you somebody that I do, I'm gonna get commission. No, I'm gonna <laughs> but I ain't never gonna I'll never do what I don't love, bro. Like yeah. podcasts. Yeah. I would never interview, bro. Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of podcasts waste time and mm. they don't want to talk about nothing that really matters. Yeah. Yo, who's your ex-girlfriend? Like, what are you talking about, bro? Why does that? What are we sitting What are we really talking about, bro? Yeah. You wanna know my ex-girlfriend? Find her IG, bro. I get the IG for real, for real. Yeah, like you have. Nah, shout, <laughs> shout out to my ex. I love that girl. Gotcha. <laughs> I can't put that out there. Like, like beef or something. It's like, no, but I'm just saying, like, some yeah. podcasts is just like I was. I would watch podcasts and I'd be like, Yo, what? Am, what did I just waste an hour watching? Hmm. 
And it's like, and like I said, that's when I started doing my homework. Like when you asked me, my my assistant sent me your podcast. I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, let's do it. But like I said, like a lot of podcasts I've turned down because one, I feel like I was wasting my time, wasting your time. Like, well, you recording what? Interviews about my personal life that nobody knows. Like, I don't get it. Yeah. If I could, with the stuff I said just in the last 10 minutes, probably help somebody out tomorrow. That's a fact. That's, I swear to God, that's it right. that's I know it. Doing it. Yeah. I know that's it. why we, you're talking mm-hmm. about doing what you love, and that's why we love doing it. Yeah, you know, I'm sure. talking about someone, I don't know who we're talking about. Talking yeah. about someone, like, I do my homework about man. podcasting, but there's some podcasts like, yo, we should do a podcast. Why? What's the purpose? It's like, I don't know. What you doing? All right, bro, get on my face. <laughs> Now, I got a podcast that has eight episodes that we ain't released yet. Because I don't feel comfortable releasing it yet because the situation I can't. It very much could be. It could be. There's the contracts and stuff that I can't. You know, you know how it goes. You know how it goes, man. You know how it goes. So uh, that reminds you just talking about vision. So one of my questions is going to be, what is the future vision, right? So you, it seems like you've been doing so much. So vision for either the, the shop itself or maybe the vision for, it sounds like, your, your, your empire that you're amassing right now. You know what I'm saying? Right. So. Thanos has a mission, right? At the what's end. There's a line Jake Cross says in a song. Look, how you balance being Batman from this way? Yeah. That's yeah. I, I just I thought I'd bring it up. You, you want to know what my vision is, bro? What's the vision? What's the name of your podcast? Everybody eats. That's the vision. That's the vision. <laughs> That's it right there. You can ask my guys, bro. Nah, for real. You can ask my guys, bro. I don't eat lunch by myself. Never. I even lunch I can eat by myself. I don't have a nerve to eat by myself. Ain't no way I made grilled cheese beef or he not. No way he's going to McDonald's dollar menu. It can't happen. That's what I got. You know what I'm saying? If I'm going to Chick-fil-A, he's going to Chick-fil-A. If I'm going to, you know what I'm saying? Not, that doesn't say I'm paid every time for him. Oh, yeah. But yeah. like I said, like, I'm not about to sit here and gourmet gang myself and my man got to bring food. That means I'm not doing something right. If he got to bring food and he can't afford lunch, that's crazy. Man. And I see it. I see bosses getting in first class and all his homies can't even afford a plane ticket. You're not a boss. You're taking, taking advantage of the people under you. Mm. And don't get me wrong, some people, some people got some people go, some people come, but if that's really your, your brother, your friend, your, your employee, I hate though. You I don't even let these guys call me boss. I'm NATO, bro. I'm a real person. And like I said, like bro, I treat everybody the same, but I kick it with these guys. Kids 18, 19, 19. Yeah, I kick it with them. That's my friend. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I curse them out when I need to curse them out. Just you know what I'm saying, like personal stuff too. Like, on personal life, I'm involved in this personal life because that's my friend. I don't work with people that's not, you know what I'm saying? Like, if it's a business relationship, I understand that, but I don't want that. Like I said, we can, everybody eats. Everybody eats. I like that, y'all. I think that's Genuine. <laughs> Genuine answer right there. Answer. Everybody eats, bro. Like Nothing bro. artificial like, about that, you feel me? Like I said, bro, out of, out, of, out of all the barbers that's been with me, bro, 26 business owners. Barbers. Yeah. That's a lot. 26. That's a lot. That's a lot of people here right there. I really love it. I really love it. And it really just brings a smile to my face. That's the whole point of the podcast. And seeing people just like yeah. hearing about it, seeing about it, like that's that's all we're here for. So. Yeah, for real, for, for me to see like these things unfold, like I literally hear him speak about it and then do that the next, like he's on it the next week having that set up. And I'm like, yo, that's a good example. I'd be reflecting and like soaking this up like a sponge. Like once I'm, once I'm in my 20s, like my 30s, yeah. I've got all the knowledge and like people that I need, so it's like I'm really up from here, for real. For real. Yeah, that's, that's the best part. That's the that's the you get to learn from. For real, you get to learn from him. You can see his successes. You can see any mistakes that he makes. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, bet this one well, this didn't. Right, obviously work experience around the business. So right, same same thing. You, you already know. You. That's what you, you know, helping helping everybody else out. So, um, that's a great way to end the first segment. So we'll take a quick break. We got quote of the day. 
All right, so we just wrapped up the first segment, so now we'll head over to the quote of the day. You can, you can say that for us. We'll try and guess who said it. If not, we'll just give our interpretation. All right, so the quote of the day is thinking, uh, it is sacrifice, but never sacrifice yourself. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. You get Oh I do goodness. get it, and we're gonna move on from there. <laughs> not, not him. Not him. Somebody else. He did sacrifice his son. Uh, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Nah, God said it. Um, Jesus said it. Earth gang. Earth gang. Ding ding ding. Wow, stop playing with the young man, bro. They forgot I was DJ NATO. <laughs> I am DJ Nitro, you feel me? Yeah, you look he stopped me on that one. But he said it he put it out uh when they dropped their uh new album So you're a J. Cole fan. That's two uh Dreamville quotes already. Wow. You're a Dreamville fan? That's two quotes. Oh, right. That's two. Yeah. That's two back to back. So episode eighty one, episode eighty two. Hear me clear. It's gonna be somebody from Dreamville. Dreamville. That's two quotes my hey. man's have from. That's Dreamville. You gotta have it. He'll be in North Carolina with me in April. <laughs> Stop playing with him. Stop playing with him. Uh, no, we're we're going to Dreamfest. Dreamfest. I'm good. We, we, we were supposed to go last year, and, you know, my man COVID showed up and fucked some things up. God, we really had COVID. That's so crazy. Who had COVID? I'm saying, like, this world really had, like, not us individually, but the world had COVID. <laughs> For real? Others, not myself. What the freak? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right. So, sorry, could you say the, can you say the quote one more time? Sacrifice but never sacrifice yourself. Sacrifice but never sacrifice yourself. So no, it's it's funny, but um, it's a fact because it's just saying everything that you're saying before about you know uh everything for the shop, everybody eats, he's grinding every uh, all the different businesses and stuff that you have like um not doing it, not doing something that you don't love. Like you're going to regardless even if you love it or not, there's always going to be good times or hard times. There's always, there's always going to be situations that are gonna that are gonna test you, right? But when you stick to yourself and you stick to what you want to do, you're sticking to your passions, then you're going to make sacrifices, but you're not sacrificing your integrity. You're not sacrificing your necessarily your passions for it. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're sacrificing time, energy, money, right? Just like everybody else, you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, you're still true to yourself. So uh, that, that's really dope, man. You know, that, that just shows in everything that you, you guys- That was your interpretation? That was your interpretation? Yes, sir. That was your definition of that quote? All right, yeah. cool. I was just making sure that yeah, wasn't like yeah, yeah. something y'all like agreed on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, that was a speech. Or, okay, yeah, gotcha. yeah. I was like, I don't know if like Earth Gang called you and was like, yo, bro, this is what I meant by that. I, I was making sure because this sounds real good. I know if you went to Hampton too with them. He was in the sidekick. You're not earthy enough. You're not earth wow. You're not earth bending like that. You feel me? Oh, you ain't Avatar. Ooh, shout out to Avatar. Shout out to Avatar for real. Not the blue people though. Like the, the real Avatar. You know what I'm saying? Aang, you know what I'm oh, saying? Man, Aang, yeah, yeah all them people. You got to. That's good. Animated Avatar? Yeah. That's so good. 
That was in my era. I'm a little older. That is true. That is true. I'm on it. It's just they keep dropping heat, bro. Yo, Netflix is snapping right now. And now they got the little Korean shows. I'm going crazy. Yeah. Yo, why do they keep dropping like so many banger Korean shows on Netflix? I haven't. I'm I'm getting into that. Yo, the all the Koreans. toys and y'all shows. Yeah, facts. I ain't going to hold you. Y'all got to go on Squid Game. Hey. Squid Games is crazy. Yes. Yes. Yo, Squid Games is crazy. I'm trying to know about Banchan. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. They expensive. Uh, now they don't know about. They don't know. Uh, no way. I ain't even uh, gonna oh, tell them about. Oh, hold on. No, public. Shout out to Banchan. Shout out to Banchan, man. All right, chat. So I think we're done with that. They don't know about Yaya though. I don't think. Hold on. Can we give us your prediction? Interpretation. Interpretation. Oh, okay. My interpretation. Hold on, bro. Hold on, hold on. Time out. You see what he just did? Oh, they just interviewed themselves, bro. Oh my oh, gosh, bro. Everybody didn't eat on that quote. Everybody did not everybody eat on that eat. quote. He ate and he thought he, he we dropped need, like Obama we dropped. We need, we need, we need to eat more. We need to eat more. You you ate by yourself. You did eat by yourself. Wow. He took the whole fish fillet. Yo, what what did Joe Budden do with the Migos? He was like, I'm hungry. Word, that's true. That's crazy. <laughs> he tried to burp you. Man, I ain't with it. I ain't with it. I ain't with it. He really, he really said he's David Russell. Wow. You like that? You David Russell? You David Russell for real? Episode 80? Episode 8. Oh, episode 80, too. Like, what the freak? What's going on here? They ain't come to see you, Cam. They came to see me. Hey, they come to see we. Oh, you know what I'm saying? I turned it into the... You know what I'm saying? No, that's two Spanish words. Hey, bro. I don't know. Earth gang Espanol? I, I took Spanish too, though. Did he? Yes. I took Spanish too. Uh, Hola. I know how to like keep a little conversation. You like. Oh shit! All right. Let me let me interpret. So, can I hear the quote one more time? I just want to. I just want to give like an important. It was so poorly timed. I just want to make sure everybody knows what we're talking about. Yeah. For real, for real, it's it like kind of made me think of a Dr. Seuss quote. Oh my god. No, really, really, because in the books, Dr. Seuss will be like all fun and games, but in his quotes, he'll really like be sincere and like bring it heartfelt and like make you try to feel something on that. But my interpretation of sacrifice, but don't sacrifice yourself. I hear it every day in here actually from NATO because it's like he wants even though we're working for him type shit you know what I'm saying we're all in this together he wants us to put ourselves first if we got a brand you know what I'm saying you come first don't you know sacrifice yourself for something else that's always going to be there for them and not for you for sure and, and, and to, to, to go off of what he said now I got a different I got I got to eat too talk to him I'm gonna go off of what he said real quick and then I'm gonna eat too what he said, what, the thing I always tell people is like, yo, if you got a brand, if you, you got to take care of yourself first. Yeah. The thing about it is, like, bro, this is a, a employment. Yeah. So even though we have family, even though, like, if Cam quit today, Locker ain't going to feed him no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, me, if I don't show up, I'm still going to eat. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, I tell people all the time, make sure you take care of yourself, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, I tell my barbers all the time, like, how are you going to take care of somebody? Because we, we the first line of therapy as a barber. He's like, how are you going to take care of somebody's mental? You can't take care of your own mental. So that's why. That's kind of like, but for real, for me, with that sacrifice and not sacrifice stuff, I've been through a lot of like, not personal relationships, but 
like people around me dealing with relationships. I just had a four hour conversation with my brother today about relationships. I just see my dad and my brother going through some stuff this past week. And what happens is like, we don't, we never take care of ourselves mentally. We never take care of ourselves physically. And then it's like, you know what I'm saying? We're trying to do so much with so many other people. You know what I'm saying? Like, even in relationships, we always get stuck in that way because like, because I love that person, I'm gonna do whatever for them. And sometimes we lose ourselves. You know what I'm saying? I've been in relationships where it's like, I'm doing everything for this person, but I'm forgetting NATO. So that's what I, that's my interpretation. All right, say the word. Interpretation. That's that up every time. That was my mind when it comes to that saying, like, you know what I'm saying? We sacrifice so much for so many other people, but it's like, we forget about ourselves. So never forget about yourself. Cause at the end of the day, like, if you ain't, if you ain't healthy, how you gonna make somebody else healthy? Fact. If you ain't got it, how you gonna make, get it with somebody else? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And if you start just giving other people, giving other people, it's like taking a piece from you every time. And then by the end of the week, soon you ain't gonna have nothing left to take, baby. Then you're you don't eat. Don't eat. You try not to let us eat. Oh my god, <laughs> you really did though. If we didn't catch that, we would have been on. You know what I'm saying? He was like, next segment. Next segment. I'm like, I, I, I didn't. I didn't get to tell the people. You know what I'm saying? But we did that. Economies don't sacrifice. You said give so much for everybody else and forget NATO. Uh, to me, it means not sacrificing what makes up who you are. So of course you have to know yourself, but once you mm. once you know those things, I think no matter what you do, you have to hone in on that. All right, like, am I compromising the X amount of things that make me a man? That's why I think substantially those are your own code, you know, commandments or whatever you want to call it. Mm. I feel that. Stay true to your aura. Commandments. Did y'all command? We was talking about commandments. That is that is that, is, that, is that boy not playing. Oh right damn! Tom Brady that in the fourth. Two minutes. Cam Newton. Yeah, that is Ray Allen with the heat. Oh my God! The corner yeah. shot. The corner shot with the Chris Bosh rebound Swiss. Yep, yep, yep. That's how you do it. Over, Ray over, Allen. over Kawhi over the Sixers. What? Nah, Ray Allen in that corner shot. Oh yeah. Over the, Kawhi's. Over oh. Kawhi's. Oh, over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did that on the Sixers. I'm, a, I'm from Philly. I was oh, upset. That, that's a, yeah. Damian Lillard stayed away through his. You know what I'm saying? But he didn't win nothing with that. <laughs> the buzzer beater? He didn't win nothing with that. He just won a game. Today. He just won a game. Okay. Ray Allen took it to the. Yeah. Kawhi took it to the. You know what I'm saying? It sounds it's good if you make shots, but if you don't yeah. win championships, what does it matter? That's. A, you got to look at the bigger picture. Dreams and freaking nightmares, man. Uh, Sacrifice, but don't sacrifice yourself. Uh, someone's gonna kill me for not knowing who the Earth King's name. Boz is a part of the artist. He's part of it, yeah. Huh? Boz is a part of it. He's part of Dream, though. Yeah, no, nah, but he was part of he was, a, he was an OG, he was at HU with them, though. Okay, and then Boz got kicked out, and the Earth King was like, Well, we're leaving too. Ah, <laughs> shoot. Wow. I think one of them only graduated, but they was like, Boz yeah, got kicked out, it was so dumb. Right. Like, you can't come back to the school. Yeah, and, was there too, J- yeah all, all of them met there. So JID. Yeah, they all there hate you. They all went to hate you. They all left hate you. Yeah. And then that's when J- Cole was always out here. That's what Cole was always in Virginia. That's hard. Was, a couple of them dudes were from his neighborhood. So, like, he was always out here visiting them and doing music with them. JID can spit. Well, you know all of them. You know, Boz. You know, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, everything okay. right there with them. That's crazy. I never everything knew that. Like, it's like a, it's like a, a hippier um, outcast. Damn. You get more hippier than outcast? Yeah. They yeah. That's what's up. They're like, they're like if you try to imitate okay. 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 I can see that. All right. Segment three. We'll wrap it up. Three, two, one. All right. So we just finished our quote of the day. So this last segment, 
Um, I want to bring him back a little bit to the business. Um, first question I want to ask, yo, uh, what would you say were some important skills that you learned throughout locker room, throughout the different uh, ventures that you have? Some of the biggest like lessons and skills that you learned. So whether they be in like leadership, whether they be like technical skills, personal um, skills, like I think I think my biggest one, I come from Philly where it's everybody's angry. Um emotions and business don't mix. Okay. I, uh, what do you mean by that? Library. Emotions and business don't mix. You upset, you gotta step away and then come back to the table and and evaluate the situation. You know what I'm saying? Like, you upset, you can't make decisions. Mm. If you're dealing with somebody that's a family member, you can't make decisions off of how you feel about your family. You gotta make decisions how your family member works. Yeah. So family and business don't. I mean, family and business don't. Um, emotions and business don't. Yeah. Fact. You know what I'm I see my dad make a lot of mistakes. I see myself make a lot of mistakes with business because I let emotions run that way. In the clubs, you know, I didn't feel like I got a fair share of whatever the money was. I turn up and start screaming and start yelling. I'm like, that shit ain't going no way. It's just going to make that person not ever want to work for me again. Mm. Emotions. Take them emotions out of business. Be numb to emotions in business. Like, you got to be aware, but you can't. You can't let your emotions make any decisions for you. Mm. you know, I, went, I went a year about talking to my brother because emotions got to me. That's real. My brother and me had a four-hour conversation today about that. That's deep because mm. you hear that a lot, but it's it's hard though, right? Because you have you have money involved. A lot of times, ego. You try not to let the egos involved, but you start in something. You have ego. You have pride. Like it's not. It's easier said than done, especially mm. when you have multiple things going on. Mm-hmm. So uh, I would imagine that's not something that's like it's not easy. No, I'm sure. Never. Have people you can release to. Yeah. Have those certain people that understand who you are, and go talk to them when you're emotional. You know what I'm saying? Like honestly, I have like certain people that. Do certain things for me, like my, out of my friend group. Yeah, I know there's certain people I talk to. Yeah, luckily for me, I have a mother, and that woman, you know, I can have a 30 minute conversation with her, whatever my problems was. She make she make sure I remember that I ain't that big, baby. Yeah, you know what I'm it's hard. Don't get me wrong, it's hard. I, I had a journal, sit on the beach a couple hours on myself. Yeah, but it's hard. Don't get me wrong, it ain't easy. I still sometimes get in my emotion. I got to catch myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, but you know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta try your hardest not to put emotions inside your business. It won't work. Business, but you can't take nobody in. Yeah, ah, that's a bar. That's a bar. You like Steph Curry tonight with them. He don't miss. <laughs> he don't miss. I am, I am really him. He is. Like, I, I put this on my Instagram all the time. Really him, and what I mean by that is, I'm the best version of myself. I was gonna ask if you could go back five years, ten years, um, before locker room, before five years, ten years ago, from where you are now, like, what would you change in terms of maybe your approach, in terms of uh. Nothing. Nothing. With what you knew now, with what you knew now, right? If I change anything back then, I wouldn't be where I am today. Mm. If I change my attitude, I wouldn't got angry at my father and left Philadelphia. Mm. If I change the things that are negative about me, if I change those things, it wouldn't let me to where I am today. Yeah. If I change being a dude that just wanted to be with every girl, I wouldn't have my beautiful kids. If I change me being aggressive, I wouldn't have got to the point where I got to. And I wouldn't be able to appreciate things that I appreciate. So nothing, absolutely nothing. I would change my journey. Well, I can't. Now, if you were more informed. If you were more informed. Yeah. You're trying I to can't. start your businesses back then with what you need today. You're telling me you still wouldn't change something? I, yeah, I needed that. Yeah. I needed that. Yeah. I needed I needed to struggle a little bit and not know what I was doing because then it would have been too easy. You know what I'm saying? So so back to, you know, I know I hate to go back to the churches and the Bible, but if you if you take if I take you 
let's say you you hungry this morning, I take you and feed you. But tomorrow you hungry, I take you and feed you. On Wednesday, I take you and feed you. You ain't never gonna learn how to eat on your own. So I'm gonna say I had to go through those things. I had to go where I didn't know if my life was gonna be on because it's not now. I appreciate those things. I don't need a six bedroom house. I need somewhere my son got a roof on. See, I'm a single father. With everything I do, I'm a single father. That's things people don't know. Like, I'm a single father. Like, it's me and my son. You know These guys help me out babysitting. My son be in here kicking it with them. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm at work. I'm at work. That's my little brother. My son in here kicking it with them. That's, that's, a, that's what a family's about. My dog back there. My dog haven't been home in two months. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That list, yeah, she gets taken care of. She good. Yeah, like I said, my guys, I know I don't have to worry about my dog getting fed. Everybody eats. <laughs> Everybody eats. I like that. I like yeah, that. I wouldn't change nothing for it. Absolutely nothing. Even the mistakes I made, even the stuff that cost me money, even the stuff that cost me relationships, I wouldn't be as good as the person I am today if I didn't go through that with my dad, go through that with my mom. I wouldn't love the way I love if I just knew love. You know what I'm saying? I had to learn love as an adult. It's so dope that I learned love as an adult. Yeah, for real. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, I, I ain't gonna do it if I said anything. But uh, <laughs> shit is real. Bro, drop your cocoa. <laughs> Until you love yours. Until you love. <laughs> my God. No. I know it's all shoes you guys have here. You know, shoes that are probably just come out recently. See the ionized shit, right, right there. Got a couple things back here. And so, how do you how do you guys do that? You know, there's a lot of issues with bots and and um, we don't play with them. So you got different type of resellers. Right. You got people that do bots. You got people that wait in lines. Unfortunately for us, and unfortunately, I guess, because I used to like the thrill of doing, trying to go on a hunt. <laughs> Fortunately for us, we're in a place where people bring us stuff. We build relationships with people that do bots. We build relationships with people that go in and wait in those lines. And they'll, if we can't sell it, they bring it to us. And we, we, can, we are allowed to... A lot of guys, you know, they might like not. It's just some guys. A lot of guys, I know, they spend an eighty k a week. And I'm like, oh shit. But like some guys, they they got enough for four pairs of sneakers, and those four don't sell immediately. They got to get them all because next week's another release, so they come to us. And like some people buy a sneaker and they don't fit the way they want it, they bring it to us. Some people just want to get rid of some stuff in their closet, they bring it to us. Every so, time, um, it's always a something. Not every release, we get a whole bunch of pairs. Not every, but. We'll get a few here and there. We got certain guys um, beyond nightlife, my man Nate, you know, other stores in the area that, you know, we, we partnership with and they'll give us stuff. Mm -hmm. We'll go out to Rotate in Richmond and we'll buy some of their inventory. Um, Kicks Boomin's a great, great, great people. Shout um, out my man Boomin. Cole, he owns Exchange. You know, like, uh, we don't buy from him too much. Um, but they're such a big store, they need their inventory. But like, these smaller stores, they always like, you know what I'm saying, yo, y'all want four or five sneakers? Go ahead. So like I said, when, when inventory does get low, we'll take a trip. For real. Then we'll call our guys. Yo, what you got? I'm saying, oh, here go the list of stuff I got. All right, bro. And then we'll we'll buy, you know, if we're gonna negotiate some stuff, we'll get 10 stickers from him, 10 stickers from there, you know, five stickers from here. It all works. And hopefully 20 stickers come in the store. You know, we got our inventory. So my follow-up question for that is um, when you pay, so 
oftentimes when you say someone brings in their shoes, are they are they giving it to you for free? No, no, no. We we so the, depending what the what the goal is, we always ask people if they want cash or credit. So cash, um, like somebody wants to buy, we buy, we'll pay. You're not treating them like GameStop, are you? Oh no! Not not as bad as GameStop, but GameStop is cruel. Nah, that, oh, that's horrible! It's horrible over there. but I say like, like a used pair of those by itself one fifty. So you got, I gotta see a profit margin. You know, my boy, I know certain, I'm not going to tell you who, but certain certain brands, they tell me that they do a 30%. They got to make 30% off each sneaker. Me, like I said, if I know sneakers move fast, I'll take my little $34. But most of the time, I'm trying to hit home runs. But not every sneaker is a home run. I wasn't trying to say something. Same process. It all depends on, like, you have different apps to tell you a value of sneakers. You know what I'm saying? So we go, we'll base it off that app. Then we base it off the sneaker sale, like right now. After after certain things that happened last year, um, the bootlegs don't sell no more. So we don't we don't even play with bootlegs. It could be six hundred dollars online, but you ain't giving it to us for hundred hundred fifty dollars. We're not gonna play with it because it's gonna sit here forever, and we're gonna have to drop the price down to three hundred. So bootlegs we don't play around with too much, unless it's a, we know it's a popular one that people are looking for. Yeah, basically what's gonna sell. Sit a lot now. Mm. That's crazy. Popular three fifty sit a lot, but like you know, you know, your Jordan one gonna move. And we follow the trends. We all, you know, most of us are in that culture that we love sneakers. So it's like we know what's popping. Mm-hmm. So when people come in here, like, yo, this, you could sell this for, that's what you said on, that's what you read online. <laughs> realistically, what we're going to sell it for is this, and realistically, what we're debating. And I say, we're going to try to harm people, but it's like people sometimes don't understand the business. And me personally, if I'm in here trying to buy, I'll, I'll, I'm more, I'm more of a, like a passive person with the buying because I'll be like, yo, brother. I explain the business to people. And like, you know, my guys just like, yo, you get 80, and they're like, no, I don't want 80. Take it easy, my boy. I try to explain to people why I'm giving them 80. They're like, bro, I pay taxes. Bro, I pay my employees. I got to clean that shoe. You know what I'm saying? So by the time I do all those things, I'm up to like 140. And I got to sell the shoe 150. It makes no sense. It's a fact. You just got to, it's basically like, what if we can make money off it? Like what we can make money off, how much money we can make. If uh, we get a shoe in and it's going for two twenty five, and the guy wants two twenty five, I can't. You like, yeah. Bro, I pay five fifty for it. I'm like, yeah, but it's going for two fifty, bro. He's like, but I want at least four. I'm like, I can't do that bro. for you, bro. Like, you like I don't want to be like my, that my, guy. The quote that I hate the most is like, bro, I know what they're going for online. <laughs> no, they're going for a StockX. Like, not, not like dick, but like, bro, just sell online, bro. I tell people how to sell stuff. Yeah, I just had a guy here today, like, bro, I need some of these. I'm like, what is that? Oh, yeah. Because like I said, I'm a tax you. So if you're buying it from me, you're not ever going to get it that low. But pick all that. Try, try your luck out there. Everybody eats. Everybody eats. Oh, oh my God. Hold on. I don't know about that. Hold on. We good. We good. Out of every sneaker, I, I've won one time this year. I don't think I've gotten the sneakers. I don't even win. do them. I just wait till somebody brings it in for myself. Wait, wait. <laughs> I put on my paper, yo. Somebody from the side 14, and we got to fight. <laughs> yeah. Usually, my sneaker friends like, bro, we got you. Yeah, we'll yeah, have. So, I, so I wasn't. I was, <laughs> long as my season 13, but like my left foot, I don't know if I was. 
Yeah, like, if I, I was getting a little chunky, I don't know if I was getting fatter, I was getting older, but that left foot started getting tighter and tighter. So I'm like, you know what? My man put me on a 14, I never looked back. So I've been buying 14. I still speak about 13s in there. Like, a lot of my off-white stuff, a lot of my, like, more collector pieces, they're 13 just because they're, like, $800 cheaper than a 14. Is it? Oh, okay, so 14 is hard to get that. Yeah, for sure. And people, a lot of resellers won't even try to play with the 14 because they're hard. They won't even. 13, to me, 13 is, like, the 13 old. Yeah. That'll do it to you. That'll do it to you. 14 and a half. That'll do it to you. Five, six, seven. I threw 11 because everybody goes. I in the pre-show, when we were warming up to get makeup done, y'all mentioned what we were gonna do, right? All that. Um, but I'm gonna go with Dreams and Nightmares by Meek Mills. That means something to me so much. And, yeah, not even from Philly, just what the song is about, you know what I'm saying? Like, I pulled up, well, y'all know the, y'all know how it goes. We, know, we wrapped it earlier, we're not gonna wrap it again, but like, <laughs> that song means a lot to me. And then like, anytime that song comes on, like the energy's there. And it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, hold up, y'all thought I was finished. like. A lot of people said I was finished when I was quit DJing. Uh, I didn't quit. I took a break. Yeah. People thought like, oh, your parties don't pop no more. That's cool. I was working at a nightclub though. But y'all still trying to compete on that. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm one step ahead. I wouldn't say I'm one step ahead. I am really him and I mean that, but I'm the best version of myself. I knew my time. Like, you got to know when to release things. You know what I'm saying? Like, I knew the DJing thing was cool, but it was like, there's more to it. You know what I'm saying? And then like, when I started promoting, you know, when me and my friends, we didn't see, you know, we didn't see the vision no more. We was like, yo, what's the vision? And then, you know, we sat down for dreams and nightmares. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I had to go through the nightmares to get these dreams. So that's the one in the Family Feud by Jay-Z. Nobody wins when the Family Feuds. That's the realest quote ever. You know what I'm saying? Right now, I should have 10 more than barbershops because me and my brother couldn't see eye to eye. We had to slow things down a little bit. But, yo, check in with me about this time next year. And I'm like, hey, look. It's gonna be a beautiful thing. Mm, that's a <laughs> fact. There's certain things I can't speak on that we're working on, but you know, we'll open up a spa next month. We'll open up Virginia Beach next two months. We're open up these are things I can't speak on. We'll open up Locker Room Richmond. Locker Room Virginia Beach. Pew, 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 pew. Those things are really coming. Those are things I can't speak on. Yeah. The things I can't speak on on there, those things are even bigger. Mm. You, know you have to see. Visit, I gotta visit Oregon soon. Y'all know what's in Oregon. Y'all know what time it is. Yeah. Hey. Okay, okay. Hello. Okay. Hello. Yeah. Y'all do your homework. What company comes from Oregon? Y'all figure that out. I, 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 <laughs> read that book. God, you read that Man. Book. I've heard. I've been with you. Hey, look, talk about books. Y'all read books? No, I don't. Damn. I listen to podcasts. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I, I listen. I, I don't listen read, to my I books. I don't even listen. Yeah. Okay, I, I listen yeah. to my books. I, I, I say read, but yeah, 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 I listen yeah. to my books. It's okay, hard. Go, I try to, but. Go get, go get, can't hurt me. These are three books I'm going to tell every business person to get. Can't hurt me. Um, Shook ones by Charlemagne the God and Rick Ross Hurricanes. I heard Rick Ross Hurricanes. Those three books will change your life. I swear. I've heard. I've, I've heard those. those three books. If they don't change your life. I'll, back, I'll pay for the book and get your job. Back for the listeners in case they weren't paying attention. Hurricanes by Rick Ross. Can't hurt me by David Gobbins and Charlemagne the God. Um, Shook ones. 
Those three books is you got, like, huh? you got a song and three books. Wow. Yeah, two, songs. two songs, three books. Man. That whole four four album. That's the business album of the year. I'm a youngin', man. So you know what I'm saying? Nah. Oh hell no. I cannot believe a little pump. A little pump. First off, uh is it is a song related to business, right? Is that song you've been listening to? It's a song related to basically my life. Uh one is I'm a boss. Ross? Yeah, Ooh, like that. that that turned me up my whole life. That just made me want to get in the uh, in the zone for real, for real. And then the second one is "Never Too Much" by Playboy Cardi, cause it's never too much. It's amazing. You gotta hear it. Okay, bet. Never too much. Never. No, I ain't gonna start. See, y'all getting me started up in here, but it's really never too much with me, man. For real, never too much with my family at that. So all my brothers, y'all know, y'all know what's going on. It's never too much. I got a lot. I got it. Wow. I appreciate y'all, man. Lots of threes. And you ain't miss, right? NATO don't miss, man. Um, we don't miss. Before we start, if you could tell the people where could they can find you, where they can find the shop, right. give you your social media. Talk, talk, talk. <laughs> my, per- my personal, my personal is uh at this is NATO. Yeah, morning quotes. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I post. So the crazy part about the quotes, bro. I started it for my friends in a group yeah. chat. And then one of my friends was like, hey, bro, why don't you post this? And it was just me, like, literally, like, I would sit there and get motivation, motivation. And, like, I would post this, like, I would send, like, you know, like, I don't know. You know how you send good morning text? Yeah. So I used to send, like, back in the day, I want to say back in the day, a couple of years back when I was single. I'm still single. I had a relationship. But before my last relationship, I would, like, you know, send all my little drums, good morning, good morning, good morning. And then I would Google, like, a motivational, like, yeah, everybody sending her good morning text. So I like Google a little oh, motivational quote. So then I like start sending. I had like a mentorship group. Yeah. <laughs> I would Google like, you know, like text messages to send your shorty you talking to. And then I like had like a list. And then like every other day, I was I wouldn't keep I wouldn't like OD it, but yeah, yeah. I used to do that. So then it started from that, and I'm like, and then like I said, like I was doing that so good that was, like I started sending it to my friends, and then I started putting them on Instagram, and like bro, like. Like, I don't care how many likes I get on Instagram. I just want you to see it. Somebody gonna see it and it's going and then I stopped doing them. And like four or five people DM me, like, bro, what's up with the quotes? Like, I stopped doing it. I'm like, bro, they ain't getting no love. I don't care. I ain't gonna do them no more. And like, like four or five of my people, like, bro, like the reason he's one of my boys, one of my barbers had, had you know, he was about to quit barbering. He was a fireman, he's a fire chief now. And he was like, he quit barbering. He was like, yeah, I don't want to think about barbering. I don't know about opening up a shop. He was thinking about opening up his own shop. And he said he woke up one morning, see my quote, and was like, I'm gonna do it. Just mm-hmm. off that quote. Then I had a girl that was talking about she was going through depression and stuff like that. And my quotes helped her out a lot. And I was like, man, like it might not be the thousand, two thousand people that people get to see their stuff, but the 85 people that like and see my stuff, it's helping them out. So that's why I just kept the quotes going. And what was what were we just talking about, bro? Social media. Oh, <laughs> social media. This is NATO. Is it NATO with a D or NADO, NADO. So like that's a whole nother story with how I got that name. But oh man. This is NATO. This is NATO. NADO. And mm-hmm. like all the businesses, I mean, this geez. um Republic on Granby, VIP Lounge, the VIP Lounge, the VIP Lounge ODU. Um, VIP Venice 757, Locker Room NFK, 
kids lock, locker room kids. That's a brand that my son's launching this year. Um, my eleven year old son. I had to put that out there. So they know my eleven year old. They know. So they like, need to know. We don't have kids clothes here. So my son's dropping on. Um, what other? What other? What other Instagrams I gotta give them? VIP vending, uh, all love consultation. Man, Damn, yeah, you got a lot for now. You gotta get a link to for real. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, um, my man has the VIP spaces. Is a rental space where you uh, create in. Um, that's one of my business partners. Oh, oh, do you shop too? Um, VIP uh, cars. We rent cars. You know, like um, Toro cars. Um, man, like what else? I'm trying to think like stuff that we do inside house too. You know, I got, I got, I got team members that do videos and photography. We don't have a page for it, but you know, like. Um, there's a lot. Yeah. There's a, a lot, and I'm blessed to be able to say I'm, I'm either a part of those things or I helped with those things or I influenced those things. Like, you know what I'm saying? It don't, don't even got to be mine, bro. Like, I tell barbers all the time, like, I want to run my shop with you, man. It don't got to be with me. Because, you know, me seeing you succeed, that's everybody eats. You know what I'm saying? I just want you to do it the right way. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I try to teach the right way. You know what I'm saying? I try to tell my barbers every day, like, it's a new bag to go get. Fact. You know, when you say secure your bag, that might not be like to me and my brother, it ain't a dollar amount, it's a security amount. Like, I know that tomorrow something happen to me, my kid's getting 40, 50K a week. Easy. 40, 50K. That is crazy. Hey, follow me. You already know what it is. Cam Runks. Hold on. Since everybody eating, I want to shout out all my. All my peoples that got their brands and uh, look at this, look at this. Wild First ex- off, wild, at wild, expensive. wild expensive, comfortable clothing, at broken garments, you know. At um, man, what's bro's Instagram now? He changed it. Who? Oh. Um, Titus. Oh, TSAP Shop Hazards. Shop Hazards. Yeah, that's all the brands. At Sugar Bears, that's our DJ. Yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. Shout out to Locker Room. Shout out to Locker Room. Not just you know, what I'm saying just the people in play. Hey, you follow me. I tag all my guys and I post all my guys so you'll see all of them. You know what I'm saying? That's the whole thing. Like um, that. Cam Runks on IG though. Y'all see my fits. Go ahead and take a look. Yeah, cover everything. All right. So, yo, got, got your social media. Yo, again, thank you very much for this episode. I know I learned a lot. I hope you listeners learned a lot. If you're from the 757 area, you learn, you learn a lot about, you know, local dudes, local hometown heroes. You know I'm talking about? Like people, people from Oh, around. hold on. My bad, Brian. Yeah. Cut you off. December fourth. Oh, yes. December fourth. We're doing a Virginia for buyers, but this one's a little bit different. Like I told you, I'm about my community. Um, all vendor spots are ten toys. To get in is two toys, and we're donating all the toys from Toys to Top and the homeless shelters in Virginia. I really want everybody to show up, and I really want everybody to be able to be there. I don't know if this is gonna drop before December fourth, but if it does, we want you there. We want you there. You know what I'm saying? Like, be there. Big for us. We got 18 DJs performing. We got 44 vendors as of right now. Hmm. We got about six local artists performing. Um, it's that military highway, and we're doing this one for the kids. Like I said, I do a co-driver sign every year. And this one, like I said, like I come from the mud. Like y'all, y'all come see my neighborhood. It's scary. You know, hmm. y'all come from it ain't, it ain't peaches and cream. So we try to help out those peach people that don't have what we have. Yeah, come help us get back, man. Come help us get back. Shout out. Shout out to them having us on the podcast. It was really an honor. It's always an honor to be, you know what I'm saying, with somebody when they want to interview us. You know what I'm saying? It's cool, man. This is the 
Honorary guest. Yeah, honorary guest, man. <laughs> 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 nah, I just want to just say thank you guys, man, for the time. Obviously, um, it's late. You guys didn't have to do it, but no, you guys had us in here. So for the people. It. Everybody um, eats. Learned a lot. Everybody eats. So I just want to say thank you again. Yo, make sure you're following us on all platforms. Everybody show on Instagram, on Facebook, on YouTube. Anyway, listen to podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, at Everybody Eat Show. Make sure you like, follow, subscribe, leave a review. Leave a, leave a review. Help us, help us get ranked. Um, oh, like for yeah, real, yeah, yeah, for real. So, like, you get ranked by how many uh likes and reviews you get on Apple Podcasts. Oh, so, like, yeah, when you follow, subscribe, and you leave, I got you right now. Send the link, you already know. Uh, I got a group chat with about 104 business owners. So oh right. man, yeah, it's gonna go somewhere. Uh, so, yo, make sure you follow us everywhere. Uh, thank you guys very much. See you guys next week. Peace. Toodles. <laughs>